and to get out my okay. piece of paper. Draft house paper? Yes. Okay. It doesn't have... <laughs> on one side it says loaded fries, so, and on the other side it has my notes. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, well, if you accidentally handed that into the server, he's going to be so confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. another episode of Pint House Films and this week we watched um, T2 Train Spotting yeah. which was really exciting. Yes, and Taylor watched you watched Train Spotting this the, morning. The yeah, I watched the morning. first one this morning and then directly into T2. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was perfect. Exactly. So I did I think maybe well you also watched it this morning George I did, so but not for the first time. Well, I know, yes. I'm just saying since we watched it so close to watching the second one I think there was a lot of things maybe that we recognized. I, I kind of wish I had actually done a rewatch. As yeah, well, but um, but anyway, so yeah, so we watched um, Train Spotting two. Mm-hmm. So this movie is uh, the sequel to Train Spotting, and it is twenty years after um, the first movie ends, and we are looking at um, the lives of the four main characters and. Seeing where they are now, um, we jump back into the story because uh, Mark comes back um, because his mom has died, so it brings him back to Edinburgh, and um, he meets, he reconnects with Simon and Spud and Franco, and chaos ensues. Mm-hmm. Perfect. In, yeah, that's perfect. So beer. Oh yeah, George brought our beer. What are we drinking this week? I bought a Heineken. And a I love single Heineken? Heineken? Yeah, we are splitting one. it between one the three of us. Heineken. Yeah, small <laughs> sips, everybody. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I love Heineken. So yeah. it's a very easy beer, so hopefully Taylor you'll enjoy it. It's, it's a hot day today, so it's going to be perfect. It'll be a good refreshing. And it's a beer I always drink in England. Every time I go back home, when oh. I was younger. You know, yeah. This is a very British movie. Scottish, yeah, but British. Yeah. Very it's British true. Movie. It is British. It's true. So yeah, it's a little true. bit of, a, little bit of the, the motherland today. Okay. Uh, this is a beer I actually have had before. Yes. Mm-hmm. Most of, I think actually... None. All of the, uh, yeah, yeah, all of the other beers I'd never had before, this is actually one I've had before. So, cheers, boys. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. All right, if we go slow on this, this is going to down so easily otherwise, so... Well, for you guys. I can talk all I want. <laughs> That's true. All right. Taylor, what did you think of... What was your feelings after watching train spotting for the first time this morning? What were you expecting going into this movie? And Yeah, I that's a really good question because this so when we watched the first one, I came out of it and I was just I was so sad. I the way that the trailer is for train the original train spotting, I didn't expect it to be so sad. And TJ, you said something about this earlier today when we were watching it, that you that it is a sad movie, but there's a lot of energy in it. Mm-hmm. And I think that the trailer shows all that energy. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to George about it because I was, after we watched it, I was just like, it's weird because all of these really sad and very like deep and dark things happen in the movie. Like the way that they deal with their unhappiness and this sorrow is by doing more drugs, which gives them a high and it makes them have this energy and it's yeah. just a it's a really weird juxtaposition that the subject matter is really sad but like you say the movie has so much energy yeah. and um, life Danny Danny Boyle's f- filming style really helps these movies because 
normally, you know, like you were saying in drug movies, you kind of, they kind of wait and kind of let the character's emotions kind of like sink into you. Yeah. And the movie, the way he films both of these movies is it's very like um, stream of consciousness. And yeah. it's just constant changing the imagery you're seeing. Yeah. Especially like when they're high, they're getting high off heroin. Yeah. And that doesn't allow you to really understand what is happening. You're kind of just getting caught up in this sensory overload. Yeah. And I think that like attributed a lot of that, what we were talking about. I think, and I think, I mean, if we're going to talk about this one, like the first one versus this one, yeah. at least for me, I, I, doing that a lot. I liked this. I liked the second me one too. better. I actually, really? I'm yeah. going to yeah. say that too. I did. And I, um, I didn't expect to. And yeah. I think maybe it's went because I went in thinking like, I, so I didn't have any expectations for train spotting except that it was good but mm-hmm. because, you know, I've been told by everyone that it's a great movie and it was good. <laughs> But like I said, I was. It's kind of heartbreaking for so, me. So you can't. You can't. I don't think you can talk about this movie without talking about the first one mm. because yeah. I mean they're this, one of the, the same. They're really. one of the same. This, if, this so whole much. movie. Yeah. The way they blended the the present and the past so seamlessly, yeah. like yes. with the characters and how they. Um, I think Spud had some of the best yes. sequences where when he, he came was, out of the boxing gym and oh, they, they were running by as kids. That, that, that was got, incredible. That got to me, and, that like, was and especially when he goes and get the, he gets the old pictures and definitely. And, um, but his facial reactions too as an actor are just mm-hmm. incredible. You get mm-hmm. so much out of his face. Yeah, uh, yeah he is amazing. Um, yeah. I definitely this movie almost so the first movie I would say is is definitely about addiction to heroin. Mm. This movie is about addiction to your past more more so. Like I feel that's what they were kind of. Early on, at least, they're yeah. definitely because they kept bringing that up that the characters were living, you know, in their youth. Yeah, you were I think it's also it's, yeah. it's yeah, interesting right. because I think that this movie felt more like a coming of age story than the first one to me because it was like, well, it's almost like, well, the first one, I mean, now that now you've seen it, this one was kind of the culmination of them figuring out what they should be doing. And right. like you were saying, it's, it, it is a coming of age. It's just, I it wrote, takes I, a very yeah, long time. Yeah, I wrote down that this movie feels like a redemption of the first movie and kind of in a way that it's like, you know, you it's it feels like closure. Mm-hmm. Where the first movie, I think, leaves a lot just like of openness and at least for me, a lot of like heartbreak. I was just like really sad when we finished it. And then this movie just gave me so much closure and I don't often feel like sequels do that and I think that you know this movie did such a good job of just making me feel like wow okay I feel good about all of these characters that I was that I didn't feel great about in the in the first one yeah I I definitely um this movie painted the characters a much more likable um way yeah except for Frank I mean Frank's a crazy person but but I definitely well, then I again, like, I disagree with that. I think Frank yeah. was as well because I, his whole scene with his wife, he was struggling. So that was the only time. Yeah. That was the only time. And but his he son, also, like, he wanted to love his son, but he felt disappointed. But he was like, true. I didn't have that college education. Like, we didn't have that. That was like, his redeeming moment. Yeah. That's like, what he had some but he moments. did try to murder. Yeah. yeah. But course. that's what I'm saying is I think that this, like, pre- each character sort of goes through this, like, wa- like this wave of redemption 20 years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was so satisfying to me mm-hmm. to watch that and I, maybe it was because I had just seen it seen yeah. the first one yeah but to see them then 20 years later have this sort of like redemption each of their characters like whatever they were going through something makes them kind of turn it around and not that they become 
upstanding citizens because no. they don't. Not at all. But it's it's their moral compass sort of shifts. And I think that in this movie, like like you were saying, the first one is really about addiction and addiction to heroin. And to me, this movie was about friendship and about the people around you. And the first one is like, I think it's the juxtaposition is like the first one is about what can happen to the people around you when you're screwed up and that it doesn't just affect you. And then this movie was about how it can affect the people around you when you care about the people, when you really care about the people around you. Mm -hmm. So there's one topic that was like brought up a lot in this movie, but never, I think it was like a subtle thing from Danny Boyle. He's very political. A lot of surveillance. There are lots of CCTV cameras in the background and a lot of the shots were done through CCTV cameras and I don't know what that I, I, I like to think my guess is that was a political statement from him saying we're always being watched we're always being mm-hmm. looked at especially in England it's such a big thing yeah. so, but I, I don't know what like when the nightclub scene there was always surveillance yeah. cameras so I thought something's going to happen here and they're going to use that in court later or something but that mm-hmm. was a really weird tangent. I didn't know what was happening there. I almost, I almost saw that as um, you're right. That could that could be seen as a political statement. But I think it was also just a filming technique. Yeah, and because there was that one sequence which was super surreal when he had the the faces overlaid on the people running yes. by the CCTV, uh-huh. which that's filming wise that was incredible. But yeah. um, you're right. I do think there was a political statement there. But at the same time, it had the benefit of adding to his visual yes, style, exactly. yeah. which was really cool. Um, I had but, another question about sort of, I thought like underlying themes that I felt Danny Boyle was kind of pushing and it was uh, demolition. There are so many yes. um, like just random Shots sequences of, yeah. of like, a junkyard and like mm, cars piling car, up, but yeah, that could represent then, their life. You but know, then at the that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I wondered what you guys thought it represented because yeah. at the end too, all of yeah, the the, the yeah the ending credits credit sequence is all of the is like the buildings, buildings being and demolished, yeah. being demolished. Well, um, Simon mentions the uh, the disease of gentrification has yet to hit us, mm. and and I think that was the first like indication that yeah. they're definitely um, uh, talking about. Losing identity and culture yeah. is definitely. definitely a thing I and think I, he was I talking was, about. I love Brexit stuff, too. Mm-hmm. You had the whole the British party and the whole yeah. EU stuff. He mm-hmm. kind of... I, I don't know if he was... I don't know if he's pro-anti-Brexit, but I like... I think anti... He's kind of making a mockery of the people that were all very pro-Britain in that pub. And with the EU getting the grant from them, he kind of made that grant look stupid. Kind of yeah. like, why are they doing that? It's all going to waste. Like, no one's actually doing anything with this. And there's a six-month process to even, like, do this. It's... So I thought there was a lot of, you know, Brexit and EU stuff in this movie, too. That's really mm-hmm. interesting. Which, yeah, mm-hmm. popped up a lot. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. Yeah, um, so another thing I, I really... It was really interesting to see... This is one of the first movies I've seen in a long time that brings the original cast back. And um, I felt like they... they it was incredible to see how easy they slipped back into the roles. Definitely. Especially which, because they're all... I, they've all had such different careers since right. then. Which is... Right. Mm-hmm. It was so, so fascinating to see that. Yeah, uh, especially because... So, you know, Ewan McGregor is obviously huge. He's mm-hmm. a big star, right? But yeah. then Franco was in um, uh, Once Upon a Time. Yes. And I don't know what Spud has done or... He's done a lot yeah, of voice he, acting. He was oh, okay. so McTavish in Call of Duty. Oh, I saw. okay. Yeah, it's really oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so he's actually done a lot more voice acting. Okay. And oh, then yeah. um, both... Diane, Diane, and Gail um, were in the Harry Potter series, mm-hmm. um, which was Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle and um, Helena Ravenclaw. Yes. So they've just all had such well, like 
different careers since mm-hmm. this movie, but it didn't, yeah. it didn't feel like, you know, oftentimes I feel like we see movies and it's like, oh, you have one big star mm-hmm. and you sort of are like, oh, yeah, this, this is, is our a... big star and this is who we're marketing, but this movie really felt like a cast. A ensemble and, cast. Yeah, yeah an ensemble. definitely. Yeah. And it didn't feel like anyone was bigger than anyone else, well, even though yeah. Ewan McGregor is obviously the one that's well, had me, maybe I, the most commercial He's not success. Ewan McGregor to me. He's that role. Right. That's he's what, a yeah. Role that's, yeah. That, that's he was the only one that would have... You would think it'd be like, yeah. oh, that's Ewan McGregor, but I, he, it wasn't. He yeah, was exactly. just yeah. playing that character, yeah. um, which was so cool. And then, but I personally think that Spud, this was almost more so like Spud's. Story. It was Spud's movie, definitely. Like, yeah. like, which was inter- like I didn't, I didn't at first. I didn't realize that's what they were gonna do. And the most heartbreaking scene for me was um, when Simon and Mark. Uh, Mark, right? That was, mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. they were doing heroin, and then like Simon, I, yeah, and Simon's just, just like he's just like I can't believe this is happening right now. Yeah. I um, that, I love the projection behind him too. Yeah, like, when the camera flipped and then the projection behind him was upright. That and Spud scene when he fell off the roof too. That was amazing. So oh, when he he's trying to kill himself. Him, yes, that, that was that incredible. Was beautiful, like the metaphor oh, for the, that. Oh, um, using amazing. that as a metaphor was great. I, I was hoping they would keep. I get. I don't know that it. it the, the way at first, like you were talking about early on, when they would have like the subtitles pop up, mm-hmm. and and that scene when he saves Spud, um, they visually show the numbers of the elevator going yes, up on, on really the yeah. building, and I thought they were gonna continue with that, but he kind of it kind of stopped happening yeah. after a while, I don't know. which was. I don't know. Maybe that was just. It looked cool, but I thought, yeah, were, it, was, it could have been over. It could have been like. I was too gonna say overwhelming, there, probably. There but. were some. There, there was more of it in the beginning. Yeah. And then it kind of lo- they kind of lost that like subtitly thing halfway through, and then kind of came back when they got the text message when they both got the text mm-hmm. messages from Veronica, yeah. and so they kind of well, woven in, but it was pretty heavy yeah. in the beginning, and then sort of just well every time they got the elevator in his apartment, you mm-hmm. saw thirteen. Every time those doors opened, mm-hmm. there was thirteen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I thought there was some kind of you know mm-hmm. playing around with the number thirteen and everything it brings. I guess because Bud always had bad luck. I guess is another way to look at it too. Going yeah. and I, yeah. I, yeah, I was gonna say going off that. I think that Spud is the most affecting character to me because he's he's so childlike and innocent mm-hmm. and that it, even though he is an addict, it, nothing really ever feels like Spud's fault. It kind of feels like people, you know, things happen to Spud instead of him having this agency to like, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. But it's... To me, that's the most heartbreaking because it just every time you watch him is he's trying so hard and just feel like he's this innocent child that Definitely. doesn't have control mm-hmm. of what's he, going on around him. He redeems himself because he, you know, the rest of them when they do bad, they do bad things on purpose. Right. He feels like I don't want to do this stuff. Like it's yeah, he's got he's, that redeeming quality. Well, that, and I think that that's like the difference is because even in the first movie, Spud's care, like Spud just wants to. Be with his friends, and he wants to do what his friends he are doing to, fit to, in and to have be a place. with them. Yeah. You know, and like that's why he, heroin was his only friend, right? That's and it. the only one that never betrayed him. It was yeah. constant, and it, that is so heartbreaking to me because you know he clearly looked up to Mark and Sick Boy, and you know I just it's when Mark leaves with the money at the end of the first movie, and you just see Spud crying yeah, silently looking at, at mm-hmm. looking at him and shaking his head no. I mean, it's clear that Spud doesn't care about the money. He cares that mm-hmm. Mark is leaving. Yeah. And, you know, that whole first movie feels like 
addiction and heroin and it's all about substance, whether that's alcohol or heroin or cigarettes or money. And then this this movie feels more about like family and past and blood and, you know, like Definitely. that connection that you have with people who are really important to you. And I, you know, I, I think that that it was... This movie made me really think it was, you know, it's never been about the, these 20 years, it's never been about the money. It was only right. about the fact that their friend betrayed them. Yeah. I mean, except for Franco. I think he was really upset about the money, but, yeah. you know. Well, you saw that with um, uh, Simon, because initially he was getting, uh, he was going to plan this, like, betrayal mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And then it, when he finally had his friend back, he immediately yeah, stopped he all, all his plans. Yeah. And that was cool to see when he um, misdirected Frank. Yeah. That, that was, yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. He's, he, th- this it's is, good. I was still this, not yeah, sure. Me too. Even. Right. Yeah. And I, that, that was... Those friendship scenes were great, though. I love mm-hmm. that. And I love all the commentary, too, on social media. And well, all the, that choo- kind of the stuff. Choose, choose life. Choose, choose everything. The choose life. That scene is just fantastic. The, the, both yeah. scenes. I mean, everyone, that happens in both movies. Yeah. But in this one, it was It was amazing. So good. Incredible. Yeah. What an amazing way to put commentary on the Seriously, world. Seriously, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, you can you can make up anything about when using that choose yeah. slogan. Yeah. Like, you can do any, talk about anything. That was, yeah. So I think my favorite uh, bit in this movie was when they went out to the uh, the countryside I, again, and, and he was m- like, the, how, how are you dealing with that? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's like, how are you keeping a lid on killing that baby? Like, I just like that back and forth. He just forgot they, the weight they're carrying. You're like, because, you know, the scene in the other movie was Dead Baby Five Minutes, which was the thing you kind of, you know, forget about. It. But when you bring that up again, you think, shit, he's dealing with that all his life. It justifies the, the addiction and where they are now, the stuff they've had to deal with. And yeah. The way they made a callback, I keep, the, their callbacks to the past were so spot on. Mm-hmm. They never won, there never really was one that I felt like it was forced. Yeah, like, and I didn't um, feel like they were... Although I think fans appreciated them, I didn't feel like they were fan service. I felt no, like they were poignant the and movie. meaningful. They, 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 yeah. they were organic and they, they came naturally to that yeah. movie because the movie was exploring that fact, yeah. like the past and how it affects you and how you can move mm-hmm. on. And I think and that what you were talking about, George, the like, you know, how are like when he's kind of asking you, well, how are you dealing with this and how are you dealing with mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. And I just I think that that's what a great way for just you know when you look at someone, yeah. they can look any way they want to but it doesn't you know same thing like you can see someone on social media and they can look however they want to in today's world and on facebook and twitter and whatever but that you cannot you don't know what's what they're keeping from Mm -hmm. their past you know i I loved also spud trying boxing because just so sweet because he talked to his friend he was like how are you dealing with it he said i just you know Forgot what Harry said he dealt with it. It was getting away. It was how he channeled his mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And then Spud was like, well, I want to channel him to something. And he just, the first thing uh, was said was boxing. He's like, I'm going to do boxing then. Yeah. It was just so cute to see him go and try it. Because he, you yeah. know, he just wants to kick it and, you know, yeah, just taking the advice of his friend just on a whim. It was just so cute. I and love that. No, it's, and, and also him um, starting to write down all mm-hmm. his memories. That, that... And and, yeah. and at first, sometimes like the Tommy one, I didn't realize that was he, they were reciting mm-hmm. it from one of his memories. Because mm-hmm. the Tommy thing, that's definitely a huge focal point of the first movie, right? Yeah. And, and um, I'm glad they brought that up. And they did it in a very tasteful way. Uh, that, yeah. that 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 was one of my like se- that was probably my second favorite mm-hmm. scene was that scene when they're reciting the thing about Tommy. And it's interesting to see that Spud has an actor writing. You know, that yeah. He found, he found his thing. So you feel the same handwriting um, as me. Like. Oh, <laughs> he does. Yeah. That's is very true. But uh, no, that that was really cool to see at the end. Um, 
that I would assume the book is going to be called Train Spotting. But yeah, um, but yeah, the yeah. that was really cool. Was I, I and I guess it. his wife, yeah. his ex-wife, I guess they were married. We don't know. Took him back. So I, guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't. Know I, I don't. I don't so my my I guess the money made it back to my her? inference is that they're not necessarily back together, but he no. can, he can see he's his, redeemed. His, yeah. yeah, he can see his children now again. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I was going to say I think it's not necessarily. I think that it's they're not on bad terms anymore. Yeah, they're not necessarily definitely. like back in a relationship, but they're mm-hmm. they in a romantic relationship but they have Definitely. a relationship so, mm-hmm. I really like the children in this movie from all aspects the one the children we saw you know the actual um, the actual their actual children and also yeah. their portrayals as kids was great yeah. all those callbacks and mm-hmm. all those scenes come back and it was all fantastic yeah and I love the whole thing with um, Brigby's son doing the hotel management and mm-hmm. all that. I loved that stuff. That was amazing. And you saw him protecting his mom or, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, just filmed that hole. And then he went out with his dad to do, you know, the robbing when he knew he didn't want to, but, you right. know, he was just trying to impress his dad and yeah. that was so, like, sweet to see. I think, it, yeah, it's interesting because this movie really makes me think about the, um, the saying blood is thicker than water, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you know, mm-hmm. what what do you do for your, your own blood? And, and when... Um, Simon's talking about how like we shared a needle like your blood is yeah, in my, my veins yeah. and yeah. that is mm-hmm. like how that connects those experiences connect people and make people feel like family and what you do for family Definitely. even if you're not even if you don't agree with it and you're not necessarily doing the morally right thing right you're yeah. just you're doing it because it's your family and so we got to talk about yeah. the bad things in the movie now if there's anything bad is I don't anything... have a lot to say about that <sighs> bad so I um I, I have a couple. Go ahead. There was a couple of just like weak writing moments where, oh, oh, we're hiding in the pine garage. Oh, my cell phone went off. That's what caught me. That just felt so cheap in a little bit to me. I didn't like that. Mm. That just felt easy. Just, yeah. And yeah, well, I, I think the only... And the whole in the toilet section, that scene was really cool. But I don't know, that felt weird to me that that's how they met. Why were they in the nightclub at the same time? I know, it just felt... They could have. I think they could have done a reunion a little bit. I thought that was kind of made sense though in the context. Like, I guess that's what the way. The toilet scene yeah. and like kind of leading the Viagra that. and the Viagra. Was, and I wanted to see what happened at the end of the Viagra. Like yeah. <laughs> we kind of just got we saw his bonus. Yeah, we yeah. got a little payoff because that, that would have been disastrous. Um, yeah. No. I and also I think the only other I don't even want to call it a negative, but was the disjointed nature of how it set up a pattern of how we thought visually it was going to behave. And then it quit. That's true. It just quit. Yeah. Which was, I, I didn't... Well, I wonder if those subtitles were only put in the American version mm-hmm. with the English version. Yeah. Mm. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, I don't know why the phone bothers me. It just... It did. I just well, thought that's kind of weak. I don't know why. If we're talking about sort of the disjointed nature, I did... One thing that just sort of made me kind of, like, go... Kind of t- took me out of it a little bit was... So when Spud... Spud actually starts writing down all of his, like, thoughts and stories before, before she tells yeah, him, no, you should write that. them down. Yeah. He so does. he buys the yeah. legal pads, he yeah. buys everything, and he starts writing everything You're down. Right. And, and, then he, and, then he, and then she says, oh, you should write those down. And he's like, oh, I never thought about that. Yeah, no, you're right. But he's already been writing Maybe them down. Maybe it was the encouragement her. after, like, I was just doing yeah. it, and he was like, oh, I actually should be doing this. Maybe he was doing it for therapeutic reasons. And I don't, yeah. I mean, it yeah. was definitely, it just, that no, was the only thing that was kind of yeah. weird. It didn't really bother me. I was just kind of like, weird so yeah. okay whatever yeah that's another that's huge true. pro we haven't talked about yet which is so integral to both movies the soundtrack 
Well, I was about to bring up the synchro, like how the like the actual film synchronized to music. Like the opening was great, mm. yes. like with the music, but on the gym, not on the gym, yeah. and it was just uh, and the like, vinyl at yeah. the end. Yeah. And, and I love, I love the main song from the movies, the one where they're running and it was starting to fade in yeah. as they were. He was coming out of the boxing. I love that song. And that's just, oh, it just works so well. It's mm-hmm. slowly building up. Yeah, the use of music was yeah, It was just great. fantastic. It was great. And mm-hmm. I love the closing sequence too with the camera pulling away from him down to his bedroom and it, you know, slowly lights flash like a train. I thought that was just and mesmerizing. If I'm, was, am I correct? Like, I think I'm right where the only mention of actual train spotting is in this movie. In this movie. It's not, yeah. The only it's not time the they one. say the title is mm-hmm. in this movie. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, which I thought was really interesting because I sort of didn't get it, and then I yeah, I do hate when movies mention the title. I, so that's a Family Guy thing. That was know? actually a lot of poignancy in that scene um, when uh, Frank is talking to his son, and he says the wino was my, my dad, dad. Yes. and um, I'm sure his son had no idea what he was talking about. Yeah, but it was cool that it had a really like yeah, powerful really, metaphorical yeah, impact, and um, yeah. and they built it up in a way that it affected us in the right way. Which that that yeah, that scene was great. I think that's. So. What you just said, TJ, is like so. The both of these movies affected me. They, they were so affecting to me. Like I was mm-hmm. so emotionally involved in both of them in very different ways. But right. I think that there are very few movies that manage to. I mean, I'm a very an emotion. I'm a very emotional person, so I get emotionally affected by a lot of movies. But yeah. there are very few movies that like manage to do that well mm-hmm. and then manage a sequel that does it yes. just, as just as well. You've only been introduced to these characters this morning. We have kind of a lot of nostalgia with it. Yeah, yeah you that's had, true. And I saw you in some of the scenes yeah. just like, you know, really crying, I think, yeah. at one point. I mean, and that's fun stuff. Yeah, with like all the stuff. you just got yeah. these characters today. Like, yeah, because, yeah, you know, I was worried they are going to be riding on nostalgia with this because you know, 20 years ago, a lot of people that saw this movie 20 years ago were the same age as them and now watching this. But no, you know, that just made me realize how much it stood out and how well it was done yeah. with those characters. It's, yeah. it's so crazy how there's so many ludic- like ludicrous things happening visually when you're watching it, and then but then immediately something like very poignant sneaks up on you, and you yeah. have this emotional rush, Definitely. and you're just like, whoa. And I, I think that's incredibly impressive from a movie-making standpoint yeah. that I, they can do that. And I think um, that that's what makes movies. Like, when I, you know, took screenwriting classes in college and everything, and they what they tell you is, like, you don't have to be writing about something that... You know, you could be writing about, you know, Mars, but all like there has to be truth in the story and like relatability in the story. And like, it doesn't matter where it is or what you're doing as long as like you can relate to something. And although I have never been addicted to heroin, I can relate to being betrayed by my friends. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it's like there is I think they're both of these movies have so much truth in them mm-hmm. that you see yourself in different ways Definitely. in every single character mm-hmm. um, at least I do Definitely dealing with you know bad things in your life and how we manage mandle, oh, yeah sorry, manage it mm. you know, they manage it through drugs that's how they go to to get their mind off it mm. you know it's just everyone relates to that everyone has their thing they do to Get their mind out of that space and go somewhere else. Yeah, you I mean, you definitely you feel you 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 empathize with every character. I mean, mm-hmm. again, I do bring up Frank until the the son part was pretty unlikable, but at that moment, then well, it kind of I don't know. He I, was in jail, and you know they said no to him, and he's like, you know, I I'm just stuck. But even here. in the like, first movie, he was he was a crazy person. That's true. Like, that, that's um, he was the, the only the one that was a sociopath. Like, yes, definitely sociopath. But but you're right. You're that's true. There is some yeah. relatability to that. Is you know, he, I, I think there's him, a, he yeah. took it out on uh, and he and he was betrayed. I mean, he's in yeah. jail because he of, took it out, on Mark, because you know you saw him taken out on him because that to him. 
he embodies the 20 years right, of that pain. He, like, right. he blames it because right. of that, and it wasn't that that caused it. I mean, it, I think that's why when you know, he that's, was holding him at the end, he was, like, yeah. trying to finally, like, all the pain Definitely was about just, to be yeah. gone. And, exactly. Um, I just and, think that yeah. even with Frank, like, I totally relate to sometimes just being so angry you don't know what to do about it no that's true and you yeah. and you lash no, out and i i think that was the when him and simon just like yelling like, yeah and yeah in the basement yeah, yeah. that yeah. definitely embodies that totally that and i like yeah. not i think yeah. obviously frank is so over the top mm-hmm. and obviously is yeah. is such a good antagonist in this film mm-hmm. because he's sort of embodies everything that you know like mark and simon and spud all really easily put the past behind them and it's just kind of like i have i have my friends and that's what's important and frank is the only one that can't actually look at himself deeply Mm -hmm. enough to realize that things that happen to him are he's he has accountability and responsibility for the things that happened in his life and he can't he blames it on everyone else instead of actually like, but he also was the end. one that wasn't free that entire time. Right, too, exactly. You know? but, I, right, but right, yeah. yeah. Um, exactly. Right. Two more callbacks sure. I loved. I love seeing the dirty toilet in the club again. That's yeah. What, yeah, 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 that was great. That, yeah. that was a good callback for sure. And also when they, he was riding on top of the car after he got half he got Oh, and he, the same look. and he did the same yeah. look at the beginning of the I movie. I like those two little throwbacks. They're, uh, just, the, they're just great. That was, just, the yeah. one where he touches the car and like smiles like he did in the first one, that was just... Definitely. That gash looked pretty painful too. Oh my gosh. knife. That looked painful. Yeah. No, I... Yeah. They kind of they kind of glossed over that just a little bit. The only, the only scene is they show him like holding it, like holding his arm. Yeah, you know, like kind of caring yeah. for it. But that's and then you see him with a bandage on for a lot of the movie. Yeah, I kind of wonder if he did get an injury in his personal life, Hugh McGregor, and they just kind of like because oh, it felt so maybe. like just thrown in there. Maybe. I wonder yeah. they had to give him a reason to have a bandage. I don't know. There was just something right. about it just kind of felt yeah. oh, it's weird. Mm-hmm. And also his yeah. So did he come? Did he at the start of the summary that he came back because his mum died? Did he? Oh, I felt like he didn't know. Why did he come home initially? I thought it was because his life was going to hell. No, no, I back think home. no. I think that's. I think that's what it was. Really? Oh, I thought he came back because his mom The scene died. Where his dad. His dad said like she wait. You know. Um, she hoped you'd come. She home hoped you'd come home. But there was no. Yeah, I don't think he came. He came home because his life was going to shit. Mm-hmm. And he came out. I think just to get some. You know, resolution. Bring the money. Mm-hmm. You know, and everything. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. So I don't think he came home because okay. his mum died. Yeah. yeah. It felt like he hadn't been in touch with his parents like at all. We didn't mm-hmm. even know his mum died until mm-hmm. he came home. Yeah. If anything. Maybe yeah. that's why. Yeah. yeah. I thought that that's why he came home. No, yeah, no. I, yeah. I think you're. I think that's that's what I yeah. heard as well. I tell you, you're lagging behind with your beer here. This is. I'm uh, really sorry. I've been talking a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's okay. This one it's deserves okay. it. This yeah. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. As soon as this, the credits have rolling, I was like, I cannot wait to talk about this movie. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot of, in the world of a bunch of sequels, and it's a big risk. I wonder why they visited this franchise. So, I want to talk I, about, what do you guys think, how does this match up to, in the pantheon of, like, great sequels? Like, well, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Well, I mean, I well, God, Godfather, Godfather Part Two. that's yep. one always, people always say. That is a really um, good one. You know, um... I think Dark Knight Rises. The Dark Knight Rises, yeah. I mean, is like, an incredible uh, trilogy. Yeah, but it's, a, it's, a, it's the True. sequel to Batman Begins, yeah. and it's True. better than Batman John, Begins. John Wick 2. We haven't seen the one. John, John Wick two. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, but you know. But uh, so my question yeah. is: so what? What movie would you like to see a twenty years later or now a current time of? Well, that's What's, hard. That's our question. So though. I, mean, I would go with yeah. one. I don't. I have one. If it was done right, it could be really interesting. I would love to see Shawshank Redemption, where they are now mm, and no, dealing with it. No. I, I would enjoy that. No. I'm just trying to think of another one I'd like to see. <laughs> but you know, if it's done well, it can be done well. Breakfast Club. 
Breakfast Club? That's a good one. I think that's, that's, that's like a, that's a really one. interesting, like... No, that's yeah. a great one. Because they all had separate lives. They came together I mean, for this moment, and then they all had separate lives again. No, it's... And in, the themes kind of match up to yeah. what Train Spotting is talking mm-hmm. about, too. Um, trying to find yeah. your place in yeah. the world and all and that stuff. Where, and seeing like, what happens when Where older. did they end up? Yeah, that's a great idea. That's a very yeah. good one. I would love yeah. that. Ferris Bueller's yeah. Day Off. Yeah. Oh, so incredible. No, no. But, yeah, no, I, I kind of want to... I can't think right now. Top of my head. If I've ever had one where I'm like, I want to see. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, so I think. Well, I was gonna say. I think that. Madagascar. Back to my. But I'm gonna say. Yeah. This this definitely is up there for me. Yeah, uh, for this was the execution and just like we said, I think it's and better than the first exactly. one. Exactly, the fact you enjoyed it better. I mean, it's yeah. gonna go. I think it will go down as one of the better sequels definitely. of all time. I, um, and I, twenty yeah. years, it's yeah. just crazy. But yeah. it didn't have to have a sequel. It ended, right? You know, so, so didn't that's have to. that's I, what I'm saying yeah. is, I mm-hmm. love that it was this the movie, the first movie could easily stand by itself and did, and it did for however many years, and. Then they added this one, and it wasn't, it wasn't, they didn't make the sequel because it was going to make a bunch of money. They didn't make, you know, right afterwards, yeah. they they didn't leave it open for a sequel. You can this tell was, it was because of the love for the story and the characters. So right. That's the thing, you, you felt, I felt that this was a passion project through and through. Absolutely. This entire time we're watching this. Definitely. Yes, um, and I think yeah. that they, that just shows what like love for a story and mm-hmm. love for characters can do it can go go so far exactly it can be incredible incredible when you love the story enough and it's not just about making money it's about I remember when this was announced I I was I just had you know them standing on the train tracks yeah and I'm like that's amazing shot but I'm like is this gonna be I I couldn't believe it I was like this looks like knowing Danny Boyle was on again I was like okay I have faith and all the cast was back exactly yeah I still was worried this is studio grab 20th anniversary like let's bring this up again I was super scared but I think that it's incredible that every single person came back to do this movie. Yeah. Not because it w- they thought it was going to make a bunch of money, but they because did. they wanted right. to do it. That's what they love that, they love those I'm very frustrated yeah. about how late it came out here. So the release, really, came out yeah. like the release schedule for this Why? And then last crazy. week, it came out last week in five theaters in America, and now they're just slowly expanding it. Mm-hmm. I'm just confused about the whole Which thing, Which is surprising to me because it is so good. Yeah, you know, it's fantastic. Yeah. Should be like, scared about it, it, it. Is it is interesting that they're creating this air of like exclusivity. Yes, which yeah. is bizarre. Well, La La Land did it, but I, I'm kind I of thinking it, maybe they're worried about the reviews in America compared to England. You know, because it might not hold up as well, and it's hard to test. Is this I hate that. Like, is this a cult classic in America too? I mean, I know it is in England. Oh, yeah. I, it. yeah. It, I would I would say yes. Okay, yeah. it's not I it's know, not yeah. definitely. If you I look mean, it I, up, it's not going to ever be like top 10 of all time. That's yeah, yeah. But I knew, I mean, I had heard, it's definitely popular yeah, enough that I famous. knew the oh, name of no, it and I knew it, what it was. I would but definitely I just... label it as a cult classic for sure. Um, I think yeah. this one will definitely also be the same because yeah. that's kind of what they're turning it into for definitely. some reason. It was, but, it was amazing. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Definitely. Okay, so yeah. where does it rank right now? Like, do, do you... For, for 2017 or... Yeah. So we're going to consider it for 2017. Okay. Um, I, I Right now, it's very... Pretty much tied with Get Out for me. Um, yeah, Get Out was fantastic. I can't, I can't, yeah. but it's definitely it was. I mean, it was great. I'm trying to think of all the 2017 films well, that we've seen. I need to like look at. I know all I need to look I... through it again, but let's put it about Alien comes out next month, so. But right now, right now, right now, <laughs> right now, I'm very positive this will be. Yeah. At least my top five for sure, probably. Um, I don't, I don't know. It it resonated with me in a very like powerful way. Same. I think that did, I so. I am so. 
like, like again, I'm such an emotional person. And like the first one I had a lot of trouble with because I, in like the, my priorities in life, I'm very much a people person. Like mm-hmm. if I'm going through something, I want a community of people around me. Right. And the first one is so opposite of that. It's like surround yourself with substance and mm-hmm. and distract yourself mm-hmm. from the people who are around Definitely. you. I'm going to have to cut you off. We're finished with our beers. I know. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Premise of the podcast. So I know. Gonna, I know. Okay. I think we should all come up with our own choose statement. Oh. And then say if we would recommend or not. Okay. Choose corgis and would recommend, <laughs> oh definitely. God. Just, I mean, you have to see the first one first. If you've seen it, it'd be pointless watching this without seeing the first choose one, I think. Corgis. It'd be silly to watch that. So, yeah, choose corgis and would recommend. Okay. Choose Pine House Films. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yes, TJ. Yes. And, uh... I would. I want the next T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. T-shirt yes. idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I this movie can't recommend enough. It. It. We we recommend we've recommended a lot of movies on this podcast. Yeah. But it, we've all been on a roll. No, this movie. Go see it. Please find a theater somewhere that's showing it. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. And you say watch the first one before. And watch the first yeah. one before. You have to. Oh yeah. You have to. Yeah. You yeah. There's no way you're gonna appreciate this movie without the first one. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say choose magic. and um and then i'm gonna recommend this movie because i think it's incredible and i think that if someone asked me what movie should i go see this week i would absolutely say this Mm -hmm. movie agreed so that's why if i'm like that's i would totally recommend this movie to pretty much anyone we haven't seen power rangers yet though so hold on all right Uh, so beer yeah what do you think taylor they go on easy this is actually one of my favorite beers Really? Yeah. Okay. I really, I do really enjoy Heineken. I didn't say yeah. that at the beginning, but this is actually. I love Heineken. No. Yeah, Heineken no, great. It just goes great. on easy. It's hot today. I was like, this would be perfect. No. It was. It was a great choice. It's a great yes. refreshing. It wasn't hard for me to drink at all. No. I just talked a lot, which is why I was slow. Yes. No. Oh uh, wait, I got one more quick thing. The football references were amazing. In this movie too. I loved all the football sequences. Mm. Anyway, yes. especially them sliding on the grass. That was fantastic. Yes. So cool. It made me yeah, think. Sorry, of you. I totally forgot about that. It made me think of you and I Harry. That to me, that me and my best friend. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, George Best. Do you know? Do you guys know about George Best or not? No, no. that was the football player they're referencing a lot in this movie. Yeah, oh. he's. I mean, yeah. I knew he's it was a, a football player, but yeah, I didn't. he's a legend. Yeah. Okay, we recommend this movie. You should choose Corgi. to see <laughs> T Two Train Spotting, and thank you guys for joining me. Yeah, it was super well, fun. We'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>